0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Architecture, Business and Design podcast slash YouTube channel. I'm here with Marie Burgos. She is the founder of Marie Burgos Design. Hi, Marie. Hi. How are you?
1: Very good. Thank you so much for welcoming me,
0: Andres. Thank you so much for coming. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your firm and what you do.
1: Well, as you know, I'm an interior designer but I'm also a product designer and a mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually founded my firm 11 years ago, we started in New York, and I just actually expanded to Los Angeles also. I um, do residential design, high-end residential, as well as commercial design and hospitality design. I just finished some projects. At the Mumbai Hotel uh, for uh, some clients, some private clients. I also had blessing to launch my own collection of furniture pieces and light fixtures this year. Uh, so I'm very excited to announce that they're going to be in showroom. I can imagine different state, but they're now already in some showrooms in New York. So that's been a, a really great accomplishment for me already. Thanks.
0: So you do residential, commercial, and hospitality. I know people sometimes people specialize in one or the other. Which one do you like best?
1: I actually, the core of my design has been interior design for residential um, because I i am very personal uh, mm. with my clients. I like to create a bond and uh, also because I use Feng Shui uh, and Feng Shui is about really creating this uh, harmony around you uh, using the space. Uh, so I integrate the Feng Shui principles. Uh, I make sure the yin and yang is balanced, that the, the flow of the space is really, you know, working well. And, and also, it's been really rewarding for me to have clients uh, recommending me to their families, to their friends, and really, intimately, to uh, have them, you know, being close to me as, uh, as friends also.
0: So, you said you work in multiple areas of design, residential, mm-hmm. commercial, and hospitality. What are your different philosophies to approach a residential apartment, let's say in New York City, versus a hotel that needs many different rooms mm-hmm. designed? How do you? So,
1: I do a lot of residential, so because I have this relationship that I create with my clients. Mm-hmm. So, and also I love to create very uh, customized pieces, so it corresponds to their, their lifestyle, their needs, the way they, they project their surrounding. Uh, and also it gets me to be creative, you know, yeah. to get out of this mold and to have the typical kind of design products. But for hotels, I actually apply kind of the same philosophy in the sense that I, I use feng shui, um, So I bring in a balance of harmony in the space. Also, I'm very attached to branding. I want to be able to help with projecting the right image for this uh, this space, this hotel. So I really study who's going to be using the suite what is the philosophy of the hotel mm-hmm. uh, what they want to project uh, so they can attract the right clients and they can uh, um, really project the right image um, so this the same uh, is applied so and just to give you the, the example of the Lombardi hotels that I work uh, yeah. in it was really rewarding because on one end because of the particularity of that hotel each suite, Is privately owned and they are mostly um, to uh, clients Mm -hmm. so I got the opportunity to do something very creative and do uh, a home away from home Mm -hmm. for those clients so they felt that it was very personalized but also for the hotel I really in terms of commercial space uh, had to apply all the AD compliance needs and really made it neutral enough and welcoming enough for any other persons that's going to use the suites to feel at ease, to feel that it corresponds to their style and that's so bringing the comfort, bringing the harmony, bringing this, this peace in the interiors, especially when you come in a hotel, you want to be relaxing and uh, aware of all the vibrancies of this New York uh, yeah. uh, shopping and uh, nightlife activities.
0: So you've been in the industry for a while. What Have you noticed any differences between when you first started in the industry versus now? How has the industry evolved?
1: The industry evolved greatly, actually. I have studied 11 years ago, and uh, it was really mostly word of mouth. And you had to do a lot of networking in person and exchange business cards and do one-to-one meetings. No Uh, (laughs) Instagram. And now it's really online. It's really... The internet platform, it's so huge, yeah. and it's really about sharing your images. Instagram is a big, big, big tool, uh, not only to show what you do, but also to get connections and to get noticed. You you have also like all the, your website is really just one of the tools. It's not anymore the main tool. You have right. all those different platforms where you can have a design profile, but also uh, you can list as a dealer. I have goals, I do design, but also I have a product line. Uh, so I was very fortunate to be able to work with other partners such as First Leaks, Devin Hall, House, All Modern. So it's, it's been a, a really great blessing to uh, be able to uh, showcase not only my profile, but my products on different platforms and be found by many, many people. And uh, that's how you work with great architects uh, also. Uh, great on the designers because
0: uh, you get, you know, uh, noted online. on So if you have so much going on, you have your own product line, right? Mm-hmm. You, yes. You're mm-hmm. an interior designer and different in residential, commercial and hospitality. Mm-hmm. How do you b- balance the content on Instagram? Do you do mostly your own, do you post mostly your own furniture or do you post quotes, do you post the designs you've done in the past, like how do you, or right. is it just... I actually do
1: out. a little bit of mix. I actually I do themes for the week, so color mm-hmm. themes. So I color block. So you have a full week of the same color. That's a great. And I post. I try to be inspirational. Mm-hmm. So I don't just write quotes. I people are really about images. People don't have time to read quotes and to watch videos for the longest. It's really mm-hmm. about. It's a one-second flick. Yeah. So it just. You want to be just noted because you have an inspirational image. So I post some of my design, I post some other designers or architects or some spaces that really appeal. I post also sceneries, nature, products. And uh, you also have to relate uh, to people uh, following you on Instagram and sharing with you by integrating a little bit of your lifestyle, your family, yourself, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know showcase a little bit. <laughs> so, people want to know who you are. So, and that's, it's really, even though it's the channel, which, which feels at the beginning impersonal personal, because it's behind the screen, it's pretty much as, you know, when you meet your clients, or when you meet other working partners, as contractors and architects, they want to know who they're working with, they want to create a relationship. And so, and you can only do that if you show your face. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm trying to do with my Instagram, at least. <laughs> that's great. that's
0: a great. That color, the the idea of a color theme for the week is a great idea. Yeah, I Thank think you. A lot of
1: people yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't mine. I, I noticed some, are, you know, doing fantastic with yeah, that. Yeah. And I just love, you know, it it looks very harmonious. It looks very harmonious. Yeah. So it's appealing on the page, aesthetically, and uh, aesthetically, it's not like a mismatch of things. Mm-hmm it's just, a, I like, I'm very organized also, so for me, it just felt like order. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I think any business owner mm-hmm. would say that the first couple of years in business are crazy, they're scary. I, I'm wondering what your experience was when you first started a business, because I know, I've seen my dad start plenty of businesses, I've been involved, and the first year you got to deal with, Getting clients when you don't yet have a portfolio mm-hmm. or a lot of evidence of what you can do, value of cash flow, office space. How how was your first year in business?
1: My first year was actually exciting uh, because everything was new. <laughs> <laughs> everything was new in the sense that uh, I it was new activities i never did design before. I actually uh, I have a business background, so I did a business school and then in France. Uh, in Paris. And uh, I worked in different countries. I worked in France, in the UK, Mm -hmm. in Luxembourg and finally in New York. And I worked in the corporate world. I was running restaurants before. I was training managers, training teams and uh, launching new stores and things like that. So it was a very flagship like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, training manual kind of a career. And I, I have a very creative family and surrounded with creative people. My mother's a painter. My one of my brothers is a chef. My other brother is a musician. My husband is a photographer. I'm surrounded with creativity, and uh, I guess it was always there. And I was kind of aching for it. And then so the first year I studied, it was you know I rigged my rental apartment at the time and and helped my friends do their apartments too. And then. Did my first photo shoot and uh, also uh, got noticed by uh, the owner of, uh, of the magazine, Worldwide magazine. They didn't have a home decor section and they hired me as the editor of the uh, home decor section of the magazine. So I got to style homes and to do you know really exciting mm-hmm. things. And this is the year also where, because I uh, specialized and my age was about feng shui, Uh, which is this Asian philosophy of creating balance and harmony around you uh, by using, you know, the the floor plan, the lighting, you know, the the different textures and the colors and natural elements, wood, fire, earth, metal, water. I really focused on energy. I really focused on bringing happiness and things like that. So even though it was a tough year because I transitioned from a, you know, from a full salary (laughs) To exactly. nothing <laughs> yeah. so it just it was you know it was exciting in the sense that I was doing activities that I never done before and uh, it was beyond what I imagined I didn't know this profession fully I studied in NYU uh, for uh, for design mm-hmm. I also specialized in feng shui and became uh, you know graduated as a feng shui expert and I was you know first actually that first year I was a in time out in New York as a, you know, published as a puncture expert in New York, but it was a roller coaster of events, <laughs> yeah, uh, but a very exciting, very exciting
0: year. That's great. So has there ever been a project or a phone call for a project that you got that you said this may be too big at the time that you felt because I know we've gotten calls that we're like, wow, we've never done that before we think we could do it but it's definitely stretching our comfort zone have you ever gotten that feeling like
1: i'm always actually comfortable with change Mm -hmm. i just pick up luggage and move (laughs) i just i have two children a husband and two children and i just moved everybody to la (laughs) we did in the same month move of an office uh, apartment and a house all together it was you know, I'm really uh, so when I have new projects new uh, that are bigger than the previous one, I'm actually very excited about the odds and feel very blessed that I've been chosen to do, to do it. And so yes, I you know sometimes you feel like you you're more that you can choose. Exactly. but that's when uh, I would say your good star is hitting, and it's yeah. right there. And uh, the friends that you've been helping and the people you've been supporting are appearing out mm-hmm. of nowhere to support you and help you too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree. I, <laughs> I feel that, to
1: way. know, exchange and energy and creating those, those relationships. And it's been working really well for me.
0: That's yeah, I agree. I never want to say no to a project. I always want to push our limits. Sometimes our employees or business partners say, oh my God, you know, that's scary. What if, you know, what if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out, you know, I always Absolutely. use the philosophy if the United States could put someone on the moon can, We can get this <laughs> furniture piece yeah. done can get this furniture We can figure out how to do it It's true Absolutely, I mean. and
1: sometimes you have the almost impossible projects where you remodeling 12,000 square feet of three floors home in the middle of New Jersey or Connecticut and uh, and the clients are moving in in three months, <laughs> <laughs> but you make it happen yeah. um, because you have a magic team of contractors you've been working with for years. Yeah. You have a great team of designers in your office uh, that actually popped up to to make it happen, yeah. and everybody's excited. And uh, your yeah. workers is shipping things yeah. <laughs> from Italy, <laughs> and and. It's so, it, and it happens. The whole idea is to create miracles around you. I mean, like to, to really make the, the end client happy and, uh, and for you to feel you know, excited, rewarded, and that you're achieving things and uh, live real, your life fully. It's,
0: this is a amazing. great industry, right? Because yeah. I never look at the clock during the day like, oh my God, this day is going so slow, because there's always something happening always a deadline, always a new project to, to talk about. So, True. I remember previous careers I've been in, it's been like, oh my God, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, when do <laughs> I get out of work? But in this industry, you know, you're getting on a subway, going to meet with a client somewhere, coming back to me, it's very...
1: There's never enough hours in the day, right? Yeah. Never enough hours never in the day, the uh, yes, and also things always seems to take longer than uh, expected, mm-hmm. but... A lot of times you'd like, you like have to not to try to focus on the time, but on the, the experience yeah. and the quality of what you're producing, yeah. because that's what makes a difference. And uh, if something is late, if something is not going to be delivered on time, at least you need to be able to reach out to that client, to this vendor, to, to the person that actually you... Um, we need to reassure that it's we're gonna make it happen mm-hmm. but it's a little bit of delay and that to feel that you have that transparency with yeah. them but also that you can you know that they can count on you.
0: And a few days before, right? You can't tell them the day that it's supposed to be delivered, hey I need another two it's, weeks. It's about
1: having that constant communication yeah. flow. Yeah. Uh, and as and it's been you know, I've seen that's what's what's best. Because we're not, you know, we're not heart surgeons, we're not going to save lives, but we're going to make life feel happier, feel be- you know more beautiful around our clients because we're creating beautiful things and we have to do it in a way that is not stressful to them, mm-hmm. doesn't feel that they've been, you know, uh, laid down. Like service is the super important part, yeah. then the product will arrive, but service is what basically keeps us. You know, ongoing. Always being available, right?
0: Yes. Because people have questions and you know, they want to try different samples. Hey what you know, yeah. I don't know what can you give me some samples of satin or nickel? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and thank design, you for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's re, it's it's and so important because designers have to be able to see visually what
1: Absolutely and, and
0: your clients have to be able to see visually what they want. Yeah, you be
1: you need to be able to uh, educate. Also, And that's where my previous profession hit in, (laughs) the organizational and planning part, the budgeting part, as well as, you know, really being able to share those those things with people around you. That's important.
0: So how do you stay up to date with the current trends? Do you read magazines, books, do you go to seminars? I don't have
1: time for (laughs) magazines. (laughs) I'm really... It's on the net. I don't even have time to watch TV. It's really everything is on the computer, on the phone. Uh, we are this generation, this era where we just get everything on the phone. And if you forget your phone, you'll feel naked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you feel lost. So it's really about, yeah, I get my news on the phone. I get my, you know, I communicate on the phone with a text or WhatsApp or... Emails is really my main, uh, my main platform, and then you have all those social medias also.
0: So you mentioned contractors before. Mm-hmm. I know I've spoken to many designers and architects. Contractors is one of the biggest headaches that they deal with sometimes because, you know, mm-hmm. timely delivery or how have do you pick your team? And
1: I had the first exciting, you know, exciting couple of years of my uh, career in design, where I worked with. Uh, contractors that actually taught me things so oh. that was really really nice really uh, a great thing so then after I experience like more difficult relationship with these contractors as my projects were getting bigger mm-hmm. but now I mean for the last few years I would say for the last five years or so I really have created great relationship with my contractors and uh, and found, like it was about finding people with the same ethic, the same quality of work and attention to details that you wanted to bring to your clients and contractors that make that put the clients first. Yeah. And that actually also are very transparent in terms of what is the reality of the work that needs to be done in terms mm-hmm. of producing the right quality, what the clients want, but also the timeline. You know, it's really giving the, the reality uh, and being, you know, honest about it. So uh, I have the bond with quite a few, like two great teams here, two great contractors here in New York and one in LA. And mm-hmm. So uh, it's really about finding the right relationship. Right. Yeah. So I can't complain about contractors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't. There's I some don't. great ones out there, yeah. some
1: really, really great professionals and uh, great craftsmen too.
0: That care, right? I've dealt with contractors too that would care almost more than I. Like, hey, like, they're so detail oriented that they're like, I am you to see this, this, and this. And those ones are pearls and, yeah. to work with. Yeah. I've okay. also dealt with people that, you know, you call to ask a question and they're annoyed. And it's like, <laughs> we're supposed to be a team. But, yeah. So,
1: what's in the works for you? What's coming up in the future for you? What are you working on? Ooh. I mean, lots of great things. I have five projects in New York, so I'm going back and forth. I'm just visiting New York now. I have a project in LA. I have, it's a nice, beautiful West Hollywood home. Mm-hmm. I have projects in, uh, in Florida also uh, for clients that I've done offices for in New York. So they got properties in different states, so now I'm doing other states. <laughs> and also, like, uh, my... Product line is expanding. We're integrating floor lamps and table lamps now out of the lighting collections. We also have more coffee tables, you know, more furniture pieces coming up at the end of the year. And we just, you know, partners with, with showrooms actually to uh, showcase our pieces uh, in New York so far. So uh, it's a very exciting uh, outcome. So. I'm, uh, I'm really grateful for the blessings that I'm receiving. So. And I made you, yes. <laughs> CMI, producing wonderful products. I'm really grateful for the partnership because it's, it makes a difference in terms of presenting the right products to your clients, whether mm-hmm. they're residential or commercial clients, so you can show samples, you can have finished products to show them. Uh, also, like, if you have like, features that are coming from Europe, And they need to be UL listed, they need to be wired to the right, you know, to to the Uh, US standards. uh, standards. You're doing all that, so I just feel like, you know, I have a great partner uh, (laughs) to work with. So,
0: So where can people find out more about you if they want to look at your designs, if they want to reach out to you? How can they get into it?
1: So, my website is uh, marie com. And I'm also I have, I'm on different social medias, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Instagram, if you want to see some of the latest projects we have. Also, you know, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I have quite a few of my clients on LinkedIn for professional contacts. And also, you can find my pro- products at uh, German Kitchen Center in New York. Um, one of their showrooms is in the v d building, so some of my products are there. And there's another you know, two showrooms, one in Broadway and one on Amsterdam Avenue. And pretty much you you can uh, call my phone
0: <laughs> yeah. good... so will me. We'll, we'll put a link to all that. We'll put a link to your website on the mm-hmm. video somewhere. Yeah. Your Instagram and Twitter, your LinkedIn, so people can Thank reach out you. to you and see all your beautiful designs. I've seen the designs. They're amazing. I can so so you put actually. a lot of I thought into it. it. I appreciate so, yeah. it.
1: There's a new design of coming that's going to be on the website next week. Okay. And when you, that's going to come up among different medias uh, also, and uh, future publication also. So excited.
0: <laughs> All right, Marie, thank you so much for coming by. <laughs> thank
1: you so much, Andres. Appreciate really it. appreciate it.
0: All right, tune in next week for our next episode of Architecture, Business, and Design.